Hey everyone, welcome back to the Better Man Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Gary Baldus from New Walk Church in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Thanks for joining, whether you're on our live stream, social media, or here in whichever podcast app you're listening from. Your support's greatly appreciated. I can't wait to get started on our next episode, so let's get right to it. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast. I see now that we are ready to go literally 10 seconds before we were to go live at noon. Um, The power went out, and so we're going to try again. As it looks like all of the Wi-Fi connections are ready to go. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook, live on Instagram. And, of course, catching you on platforms where we have archives, including all of the audio platforms. We're ready to go on a Friday. Fridays are a great day for a man to get better because it is a reminder that the weekend is coming and it's time to lead our families into worship. It's time to make sure that we are uh, taking our family's hands headed into church. I was watching this last weekend. I was headed into the church that I pastor and I was watching how uh, there was this boy, little boy, little girl taking the hands of her daddy uh, each of them, the boy, each of them taking the hands of their daddy, walking into church, and they were so excited. It seemed to me for two reasons. Number one, they had their daddy's hands, and they were headed into church. And there is such a power in that. And I just, it's so difficult at times to watch how uh, men are so careless in spiritual growth in their family. But hopefully you won't be one of those because you are a better man. And we're ready to go on this amazing Friday. I want to talk to you about being a man of conviction. As I share, uh, feel free, of course, to heart like uh, anything, but commenting as well. When I share something, if I share something that you would say, man, that's a that's something I can relate to or something you want to add to the commentary, please do so. Um, but I want to talk about being a man of conviction. And I see this as such a struggle amongst men today where we have men who are uh, inept at knowing what their convictions are. Like, let's let's just say, uh, as a man, what are your convictions over handling your money? What are your convictions? Uh, what are your convictions over uh, how you ought to worship God? What are your convictions over uh, the way a child should be raised? What are your convictions on is the Bible real? And what are your convictions on how to prove God's existence and, and how to tell somebody about your convictions of your faith? What are your convictions on well, we have topics today like marriage? Uh, what are your convictions on what the Bible says about a man and a woman and a man and a woman in marriage? Or man and man and woman and woman? Like, How do you know any of this? Do you understand any of these topics. And I find that so few men have any conviction. Now, you could go back 60 years ago in our country and around the world, but in particular in our country, where a man would know these convictions. It was obvious. Without conviction, see, conviction is anchored. Conviction is I'm rooted in something, and I know what I'm rooted in. I'm, I'm not just hoping it works out. Like, I am rooted in something, and I, and I have that clarity. There's a lot of men who are not rooted in conviction. Of course, when I talk about conviction, I'm talking about being rooted in truth. 
and being rooted in an unwavering truth that seems to be legit, uh, no matter what progressive movements of our culture we encounter, uh, what people are trying to shove down our throat over 2,000 years about how we shouldn't follow the Bible. Uh, we're talking about following something that has remained true for all this time, and I am talking about God's Word. Uh, can you explain as a man why the Bible is truth? What's your conviction? Can you explain, hello Lucky, can you explain as a man why God's Word is is in, is God fully God inspired versus man inspired? Like how how do you explain these things to others as men? What is your conviction on leading your family to church as a man? I ask these because without conviction, you are like a boat uh, flailing in storms, without any direction, without any power, and certainly without any anchor. And I'm watching, like, I could pull up, I could pull at least 9 out of 10, maybe 19 out of 20, maybe 49 out of 50 men on the street today, and I could say to them, hey, what is your conviction on blank? Maybe simple. What is your rooted convictions on, on the existence of God? And I think there will be so many that would struggle with this. I think some of you watching this podcast, you might be able to muster up some sort of conversation about why you have convictions on something like that, God. But if I asked you about your convictions on more deeper rooted things, especially some of the struggles in our culture today, you cannot answer. And what's frustrating for me as a man is that I see that your kids can't answer because you can't answer. And we're passing down a new legacy of completely lacking conviction. We get caught up in politics and we can explain the things that make us identify with a political party. We could explain the things that make us identify with uh, a sports team. I can do both of those, political party. I could do sports team. We could talk about our convictions over certain brands we like, certain basketball players that we consider to be the greatest. We can talk about uh, just various worldly convictions, but we can't seem to talk about the things that really matter, the godly convictions. I think I want to, maybe on Monday, we'll take this a little step further, but let's get back to some basics as a man and let's start let's start unpacking like what are your convictions and i think about just something like how i'm convicted over i have a conviction excuse me over uh the truth about god's word i got to get there i had to study i had to study where it all came from i had to study the fact that it is completely infallible and i dug into that i had to unpack um, how God's word was always truthful uh, historically, archaeologically, through the prophecies, uh, through uh, eyewitness accounts, through eyewitness accounts not just in the Bible. I had, to, I had to seek those truths. I had to find out how the text that we have in the 66 books of the Bible, where they came from, became more and more convinced about their incredible truths, matched just historical studies along with 
just God's word in general proving to be true over and over and over again as you apply it into your human life. And I came to a conclusion which I could stand before anybody wants to challenge me and say, here's the truth about God's word. And I'm convicted in these areas. Like I have a deep conviction in his word. If you come at me today with, you know, something like Jesus is a fairy tale, which is a line that is used against people online when you say you believe in God. They'll just say, I don't believe in fairy tales. I mean, what a deeply uneducated thing to say by somebody. It's so awful. Uh, and they're exposing themselves to deep lack of truth. And the life of Jesus Christ is is really just not a debated thing amongst most serious scholars today. But, but to get somebody to say, oh, it's a fairy tale. I mean, there's just a lack of truth out there. And most men are not uh, digging into truth themselves. How could you teach your child about the truth about God's word when you haven't taken time as a man to dig into it? Are you able to teach your children today, like, how God made them male and female, and how we're deeply rooted in a God-given identity as a male and a female, and that there's no, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth parties. It's male and female. Are you rooted in that? When you consider marriage, and government has decided that to put its stamp on how they define marriage, but have you, are you convicted on what God's word says about marriage? Like, can you articulate it? Uh, are you, do you have a deep-rooted conviction? I'm troubled by that. Now, I'm going to spend some time uh, talking to you, I think, over the next two episodes. So be this Friday, now, today, Friday, and then as we go into Monday, talk about it a little bit more. Uh, but it's a dangerous place to be as a man lacking, lacking deep-rooted conviction. You know, I think you have to recognize a few things that uh, when we have to be on guard as a man for all the attacks that are coming at our homes, our families, and at us, if you're going to be on guard, it's like I look at the portrait of the man in the home as like the centurion who's like watching over everything from a perch. I guess our job as a man to say that's an enemy trying to take down our home and I'm going to do something about it. And our weapons are not even the weapons of this world, but they're spiritual weapons. And how do you even have spiritual weapons in your arsenal when you don't, when you don't know them? So we have an adversary who's coming at us and it's our job as a man to be on guard, to stand firm against his tactics to be courageous men of faith, to be strong, and to operate in all of it in love. Do you know these convictions enough in your life to be courageous? Are you convicted on how discipline in your home should happen? Are you convict do you have conviction in your in your life as a man on on how to lead in your marriage? Do, do, do you even know? Like if I tell you as a man, here's why you need to lead in your marriage. What are your biblical convictions? What are your truth convictions on why that's important? 
or do you not have them? Can you even articulate them? So I think I just, I'll leave that there as we go into the weekend. What is your conviction about church? Who taught you about church and what it really was? Did anybody teach you the real biblical teachings about it being the bride of Christ? A flawed, at times, church that's led by broken people who mess things up at times, but it's still God's plan for all of humanity, and it should be valued and treasured? Or were you taught that church is bad because blank? Church is bad because, you know, they asked for money. Church is bad because a pastor made a mistake or somebody said something mean to you. Like, if that's all you have, you're, you're, you have no conviction about church. You haven't, been, you haven't learned it. And so, truthful conviction. Let's unpack it a little bit more on Monday. Let me pray for you men now. Uh, God, I know that there are men who are watching this who have convictions on so many of the topics I just mentioned. There are other men who do not, and they do not, and therefore their family does not, and their children do not, and their grandchildren may not either. So much at stake when we become a man of godly truth and godly conviction. God, I want to help. I hope that as men, we will decide to, to embrace this instead of floating in the storms and temptations of this life. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll see you all on Monday. Hey, thanks for listening. And before you go, remember what we're trying to do is reach more men with this great information. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Hey, you can subscribe right now on the app that you're using to listen to this podcast, or you can head over to my social media channels, which are linked in the episode notes to find more information. Lastly, I've got a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll let me know. Reviews, let each podcast hosting site know that great listeners like you enjoy our show. And that helps us expand our reach in search results, impacting more men than typical. Until next time.